picking up stuff. Where did that come from? <laughs> anyway, here we go. <laughs> Let's go with the message this morning. Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse is a series we're in. And obviously, I've got to really get up and ride this horse quick. Let's go. Come on. Here we go. Last week, we began this series. I put a lot of groundwork for us last week on the book of Revelation, etc. If you read this book, it's promised that it'll bless you. There's a blessing for everyone that reads, not just reads, but keeps the sayings, the prophecies of this book, the book of Revelation. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals. We were just continuing from last week. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts said, Come and see. The first horseman of the apocalypse. We opened this seal last week, just getting started. What is the first horseman of the apocalypse? Now, if you're visiting with us today, it might be, he's crazy. The word apocalypse is the word unveiling or revealing. The, word, the book Revelation is the same word as apocalypse. You could call the book of Revelation the, the apocalypse, at the last book of the Bible. You could call it the apocalypse or revelation. It means to unveil, uh, to unveil or reveal. And so the first thing we're seeing is, in this series, we're seeing there was a book sealed with seven seals, and no one was able to open that book except Jesus Christ. And he opens this book, and now this book is being opened. This first seal is coming off, and we're seeing it. And here it is. And I saw what's behind this seal. What is it? A white horse, and him that sat on him had a bow and a crown that was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Now, it sounds like a good guy, but remember, not everyone who rides on a white horse is a good guy. We said that last week, yes or no? Amen? This might sound like, well, that sounds like Jesus on the white horse. And believe it or not, you have a few people that believe that, but by and large, people that are Bible believers and conservatives like I am, certainly, uh, believe this, amen, that the one on this white horse is not Jesus Christ, but Antichrist. Okay? So let's look at it. Now, just as the Holy Ghost came upon Mary and culminated in the great masterpiece of God, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Jesus, Jesus wasn't created when he was born of the Virgin Mary. Jesus is God, has always been, and always will be. But he came in flesh. He humbled himself, the Bible says, and was made in the likeness of men. Okay? That's not where he began. He's always been and will always be. But just as the Holy Spirit came upon Mary and Jesus lived and walked and died and rose, so Satan is a great counterfeiter. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. And so the serpent, Satan, will culminate in the great counterfeit masterpiece, the Antichrist. And that's what we see in this first seal. Now, last week, laying ground work. Now, this week, we're going to build. Who is Antichrist? What does he do? What is he about? The white horse. Now, here's the thing. Nobody will believe this Antichrist. Nobody will. You know, when he comes, are you kidding me? People believe the devil all day long. How many in this room would say, I have absolutely believed the devil in my life, and it literally screwed me up? Can I see your hand? Come on. There it is. But... There are two billion people on our planet today that are excited about the Antichrist coming. Out of six billion on the planet, two billion are wanting him to come. And it might shock you, but we're going to show you. 
One-third of our planet is sitting dead ready and excited and wanting Him to come. And why do I say that? I'm going to show you why. It's Islam. And that might sound terrible, Gary. I'm sorry if the truth is, is hurtful. Let's look at it. The Islamic Mahdi. Islam, their biggest thing, what they're looking for, what they're trying to usher in through caliphates, through whatever, through the destruction of nations, infiltration, and we call it radical Islam. But quite frankly, Islam teaches this. This is who they're looking for, the Mahdi. He's coming. Who is the Mahdi? Well, here's the thing. When the book of the Quran was written, it took 20 years. Say 20 years. Okay? Your Bible was written over a period of about 1,600 years. Forty different authors. The book of Quran written over a period of 20 years by a man who couldn't read or write. Which do you choose? And that's where this comes from. The book of Quran, much, much of the book of the Quran was stories that Muhammad had heard or he, he, that he had heard about, stories down through the years. There was no Islam before 620. Couldn't find it on the planet. Wasn't anywhere. That's how most false religions start, with somebody's mind. Taking Scripture, twisting it. Not knowing what they're talking about. Y'all listening or not? So, these stories, collection of stories, stories about the community, stories how we're going to run the community. We know that he killed with the sword, Mohammed. And then these stories over 20 years were put in a book. It's called the Koran. Now, since then, there's been hadiths and sirahs that came after that to explain this. Because so much of this is certainly hard to explain. Okay? So, but, so here's Mohammed knowing something about the Bible, hearing stories about the Bible, and his good guy just happens to be the Bible's bad guy. Did y'all hear me or not? You might say, I don't believe that, Clark. Well, good. Good, that's fine. That's why we're here. From the Quran, the Bible, the, the uh, Quran says the Mahdi will be the head of one government. The Antichrist in the Bible, he will be the head of what? One world government. Let's just keep looking. He sets up Islam as a one world religion. The Mahdi does. The Antichrist leads the world in a one world religion. The Mahdi upholds a three year treaty between the Jewish and Gentile world. The Antichrist will confirm a three-year treaty between the Jewish and Gentile world. He will solve the Middle East problem. He will bring peace to the Middle East. That's the odd thing. I remember uh, Yasser Arafat. Remember him? Yasser Arafat. The Palestinian Liberation Organization. The PLO. He wanted peace, peace, peace. Do you believe that, yes or no? No. People can cry peace all day long. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to seem like real peace has come to the Middle East. And I'm going to tell you what, the world is two billions ready for it. They're excited about it. 
But so much chaos is on over there, this is going to catch the world hook, line, and sinker when somebody can solve all that chaos. Right, have I lost you this morning or are we all right? You ought to be pretty good on it if you've got a TV at home. He's going to rule for seven years approximately. Well, isn't that interesting? The Antichrist will rule for approximately seven years. The Mahdi, the same white horseman from Bible Scriptures, is used by Muslim scholars as evidence of the Mahdi that's in your Bible. See? Here he comes. But all good guys, all guys who ride on a white horse ain't good guys. Did y'all hear me? But they point to this Scripture. See, the Bible and Koran, they go together. They do not. That is a lie. The Antichrist described in the Bible as the white horseman. Chapter 6, verse number 2. We read it this morning. He invades and conquers Israel and Jerusalem. Now, isn't that something? Does that sound like Jesus? He's going to come and invade Israel. Does that sound like Jesus? When our, are you kidding me? No, He's going to come and rule and reign. He is with a rod of iron. We do know that in the future. He's going to put down war and things like that. But he's going to put, war, put down war and things from the Antichrist is what He's going to do. So the Antichrist invades and conquers Israel and Jerusalem. He rules from Jerusalem. The Mahdi rules from Jerusalem. Well, I thought it was Saudi Arabia and Mecca and all that. That's where... No, 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 no. One of their most holy, holiest places on the planet. Supposedly where Muhammad just flew up to God, which didn't happen. Jerusalem. He's going to rule from Jerusalem. Now, you make, maybe you understand now why that Middle East is like it is over there today. you got two billion people trying to usher in, not all of them, I understand that, but if they truly believe what they're saying they believe, then they're all on that same page of wanting this joker to come. Excuse me. So the Antichrist invades and conquers Jerusalem, rules from Jerusalem, rules from Jerusalem, the Antichrist. The body focuses his conversion efforts on Jews and Christians and kills those who do not convert to Islam. So much of Mosul, which was taken way back when we had the Iraq war, it was free. They would set those people free. So much of Mosul is a Christian area. Why did ISIS want Mosul? Because they hate Christianity. And so many Christians were killed, burned, slaughtered. Their sites, their churches, their holy sites decimated. Why? To usher this in. Y'all hearing me, yes or no? Now, I am not a Koran scholar or an Islam scholar, and I ain't ever going to be, nor do I ever want to be. Okay? So trust me, I don't know it all. You might know a whole lot more than I do, but have at it. I'm going to spend my lifetime preaching the Word. Amen? And preaching truth and not going down this crazy trail very long, but I'm there right now. The Antichrist targets and persecutes Christians and Jews who do not convert. That's what the Antichrist does. The Mahdi, you probably heard this on news, implements what? Sharia law and the use of the Islamic calendar.
It's all over the world now. But there are even cities in the United States and communities in the United States where in certain areas Sharia law is already enacted. And it's the truth. And women, you are nothing. You are nothing. Did you hear me? Which is bull. Amen? Say, I matter. Can we say it loud? I matter to God. I matter to Jesus. He ain't coming to conquer. He's coming to conquer my heart. He's coming to win me and love me. Amen? The Antichrist, he changes the laws and the calendar. We're talking about things from the book of Revelation, how it lines up with the mind. So here's somebody, couldn't read, couldn't write, collection of stories he's heard. You ever heard a story and you got it screwed up and you got the facts all wrong? Can, I hear, can somebody ever say you did that? We could start it here. You ever played that game where you tell somebody something, they tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody you know, before it gets to the end, oh my gosh, no, we didn't ever do that. <laughs> a lot of people believe that's the way the Bible was written. Wrong. That's how the Koran was written. And that's why these stories, which now have become law to them, so much that they'll lay down their life and, you know, that you'll get 80 virgins in heaven. Where does that come from? Stories. Hey, that's a good story. If you got a bunch of us guys together and we had story time and we made up our heaven, I'm going to tell you the truth. We'd go, you know what? How about when we get there, we'll have us 80 virgins. Doesn't that sound like something fellows would do? Probably what I'd say. Aren't you glad I didn't write the Bible? Amen. Say. Excuse me. The heart's desperately wicked, the Bible says. Who can what? Know it. Keep looking. Now, this is interesting. The Mahdi is assisted by Isa. Say it with me. The Islamic Jesus. The Antichrist is assisted by the false prophet. Can you imagine such a thing? That here Jesus came, died, he humbled himself, became obedient to death, even the death of the cross, died on the cross, rose from the dead, and he's coming back one day, according to them, so he can persecute Christians and kill Jews and help this joker. Yes or no? And I know some people watching this morning online, I'm glad to have you, if you ain't cut it off yet. Or on radio, we're on radio 11 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. every Sunday night, every day, twice a day on the radio. I'm sure a lot of people won't like me or agree with this. They think I need to be nice to everybody. I am nice. Why are you laughing? How many remember the Johnny Carson show? Remember the Johnny Carson show? What was Johnny Carson's guy that always helped him? His name was what? Ed McMahon. You've met him back there. I always would hear Ed McMahon off the curtain. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. Keep looking. The Mahdi will be granted special powers from Allah. And you see how I always put the letters in small letters? Because he's not God. To perform signs and wonders. We know all gods are the same. They're not. There's one God. There's one true God. There's one way to heaven. Jesus. You're hard, Gary. No, I'm not. I'm 
saying what the Bible says. Yeah, but you shouldn't say that. Well, find another church. We're going to preach the Word. Amen. Come on. We've got to, guys. We've got to do it right. Come on. And I don't mean to be ugly. I'm not trying to be ugly. But this does get my blood boiling. Because I see people dying today because of it. And the evil today. And people in Orlando in a nightclub. Boom! Just slaughtered. It's horrible. Is it horrible, yes or no? And I know there's evils in our country and there's people committing crime. Hey, that ain't right either. But this is what we do. We stand for truth and we believe truth. And this is where you're going to hear it. You're not going to hear it other places. You'll hear it in churches that believe the Lord. I'm not saying that. But you're certainly not going to hear it on the evening news. The Antichrist has granted special powers from Satan to perform signs and wonders according to the Scriptures. The body arrives on the scene during a great period of great turmoil caused by war, crime, natural disasters, and religious apostasy, which we're going to see in the coming weeks. The Antichrist arrives on the scene during a period of great turmoil caused by war, crime, natural disasters, religious apostasy, uh, the tribulation period. Have you heard of that? Absolutely. So, Isa, this is supposedly Jesus Governs alongside the Mahdi. The false prophet governs alongside Antichrist. He's subordinate to Mahdi. Is Jesus subordinate to anyone? Yes or no? No. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I commit unto Jesus all judgment. Absolutely. This destroys our faith in Jesus Christ. That's why I got the biggest problem with it. I got a problem with the people. But you're trying to destroy my faith? That's a problem with me. The false prophet's subordinate to Antichrist, just like the Bible says. Isa, remember that's Jesus, according to them, chief enforcer of Mahdi's policy, Sharia law, and Islamic religion. So let me get this straight. Jesus is coming back to enforce Sharia law on this planet. That's what happens, excuse me, when you can't read, you can't write, and you just listen to stories that are handed down or made up or whatever over centuries, and then you try to write them down in a book. You're going to have, or tell somebody to write it down. It's a problem. Yes or no? Huh. False prophets, the chief enforcer of Antichrist policies, law, and religion. Isa, their Jesus, serves as the executioner of Jews and Christians. Can you see Jesus who willingly gave his life on the cross being an executioner? Now we do know that he's coming to rule and reign with a rod of iron during the millennial reign of Christ. He is coming to destroy Satan and the Antichrist and his armies. Yes! You're going to cast him into hell. That's tough talk. That's what the book of Revelation says. That's why you're blessed when you read it. The false prophet serves as the executioner of Jews and Christians who do not convert according to the Scriptures. Isa claims to be Jesus, the Lamb, but acts to be the contrary. The false prophet, a descriptive clue as to his identity, is given as a dragon in sheep's clothing in the book of Revelation. Isa abolishes Christianity, Judaism. Can you see Jesus doing that? 
Here we've worked all these years to preach the gospel. He comes, destroys everything. Sounds like evolution or something. You know what I'm saying? It's about as dumb as evolution. You, excuse me, you hear me say? Something just blew up. Satan's the biggest liar. Comes up with the dumbest stuff, and we believe it hook, line, and sinker. Because we don't read the Bible. You hear me, yes or no? Abolishes Christianity, etc. False prophet abolishes Christianity, Judaism, and all other religions. Okay. Whew, I'm wore out. You can get that message. I preached a message on Islam about a month and a half ago, two months ago. And it was on July 4th. I think it was. You can get that message on DVD if you'd like it. It goes into a lot more detail than I can give this morning. But you know what? I thought it was. It's, it's worth me going over that again. The white horse. We're moving forward. Many different names are given to the Antichrist. Now we're in the Bible. Can we go back to the Bible? Say, isn't that nice? Let's go there. Jesus calls the Antichrist. Pop it up. When you therefore shall see, say it with me, the abomination of desolation. That's the Antichrist. Spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Causing the abomination of desolation. For there shall arise, say with me, false Christ. And false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they should do what? Deceive the very who? Elect. All about deception. The apostle John calls him, and I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. Jesus speaking. If another shall come in his own name, him will you receive. Basically, that's Jesus saying that. That's Jesus saying that. Keep looking. Paul calls him. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except first there come a falling away, and the man of sin, calls him man of sin, shall be revealed, and that son of perdition. Different names for the Antichrist. So you think, well, clerk, Antichrist, this is crazy. You're a lunatic. There's no such person in the Bible. No, there is. Okay? Paul speaking, and then shall that wicked one... Some versions say that wicked be revealed. I think the King James, but wicked one shall be revealed. John, the Apostle John, calls him the beast, 11-7, when they shall have finished, etc. And the beast, which I saw like unto a leopard, he calls him the beast. So, the Antichrist. You feel like you've been run over by a truck already this morning? Say, how y'all doing? Y'all right? I thought you loved Jesus and loved people, Gary. You sound horrible. Well, I do love Jesus and love people. What's that got to do with anything? Come on, come on, come on. The Antichrist will be great, according to the Bible. Nobody will be as great as he during that time. And they worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast, and they worship the beast saying, Who is like unto the beast and who is able to make war with him? He will possess unbelievable intelligence. Talking about the Antichrist. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it's the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and 6, or 666. He'll be unbelievably intelligent. And there's a lot of scriptures on that. We're just making some cases real fast. He will be set with me a great what? Communicator. You can't get nothing done without communication. He will be an unbelievable communicator. And there was given unto him, say it with me, a what? Mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. 
And power was given to him to continue for three and a half years. Keep looking. He will be attractive to people. That's the world we live in today. If you can talk good and convince people and look good and all this stuff, I tell you what. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that's called God, that's worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Keep looking. And all those that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. He'll come across as spiritual. We see politicians do it all the time. And they screw it up about every time. A scripture, you give it to them, it's like, you can't, you, you can't even read the newspaper if you can't read that Bible. You, come on. This is not that hard for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. I mean, it's not that hard, right? But a politician, I think it's God just having fun with them. It seems like they just screw it up. But they want to come across as spiritual. And this guy's a political machine, this Antichrist. He opened his mouth and he'll speak blasphemies against God. But I'm going to tell you something. He ain't going to screw it up. He's going to fool the church. He's going to fool people that are going to church. He's, going to, he's just going to just fool folk. Oh, he's spiritual. He's spiritual. It's crazy. We're going to talk about faith, what it's going to look like in the last days. That's the next message. You won't believe what the church is believing today. And we had a new study this week that came out, uh, and we got fresh numbers. He spoke blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name, etc. Keep pushing me, please. You're of God, little children. You've overcome them because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. There are of the world, therefore, they are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them. He will be a phenomenal what? Politician. Phenomenal. Wow, I want to vote for that guy. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and ten horns. And I know you might not see that just when I read a scripture. Like, what does that mean? Well, it is talking about that. For he hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will. And to do what? Agree. It's amazing. You can like a politician. And a lot of people will go to the polls because they, they like that person. But they're not listening to some of the wretched views and policies that they're pushing. Why don't you have some ears? We need ears that can hear. For God has put in their hearts to fulfill His will and degree and to give their, their kingdom unto the beast. They're going to give their kingdoms unto Him. And I'm telling you right now, if somebody comes on the stage in the Middle East who can solve that problem over there in that world, people will follow them like crazy. He will be a force to be reckoned with. And they worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast saying, Who is like unto the beast and who's able to make war with him? Nobody. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. Keep looking. So he's going to be, say it with me if you don't mind, the Antichrist. He's going to be, say it loud, a great talker, yet a blasphemer, a great leader, Yet wicked and lawless. Keep looking. Come on. Thought there was more. <laughs> then shall the wicked one be revealed, 
whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Thank God. Hallelujah. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. He'll be destroyed one day. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus said, I am the way, the life, the truth. No man can come to the Father but by me. But people reject that and receive other things. They won't receive the truth. For this cause, God's going to send them strong delusion. You keep rejecting Christ. Keep rejecting Christ. Keep rejecting Christ. And see if one day you rejected Him so long, you're going to end up going to hell. Don't reject Him. Receive that message that He loves you. This is all, this is all the devil's plan, devil's lie. That they might all be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Keep looking. The white horse. Wow. It's a lot of stuff. A couple of more minutes. And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. When will the Antichrist come to power? When will he come to power? When will he come to power? Now, this is Gary talking. After the rapture of the church, when the Holy Spirit's power is removed. That's Gary talking. But I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of good people that I respect that believes the church will enter part of the tribulation period. I'm just telling you. And there's, there are people that aren't stupid people. But Gary Clark is definitely hoping it's, you know, the rapture and I'm out of here. Amen? Come on. But others suffered before us. What makes us think? That sounds like, you know, just we're going to get out of here. That doesn't line up with all the prophets and everybody that's suffered down through the ages. I'm just saying. I'm not going to be dogmatic in my life as much as I have been. I want to know what truth is. And the truth is, I'm going to live for the Lord, whatever it is. Whenever He comes. That's the plan. Amen? Come on. Come on. Come on, church. Come on. And I struggle with living for the Lord. When I say that, that ain't saying I'm perfect. No, I struggle, but I'm going to keep fighting that fight. That's what I'm saying. Keep looking. Push. Push. Try. Thanks. And now you know what withholdeth that He might be revealed in His time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only He who now letteth, will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Keep looking. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. Verses that we've already seen this morning, just pushing. So, I'm believing and hoping after the rapture he'll come. But that would mean if, if the rapture would happen today or tomorrow, he's alive, he's here right now. When chaotic world conditions call for leadership. Would you say this, being honest? Is the world today calling, is it chaotic, yes or no? Do you think people would, would just get up and line right behind a great leader today if they could find one, yes or no? Absolutely. You should hear of wars, rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. Jesus talking about the end is not yet. Nations going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in various places. Number three, he's going to come when his great charisma and ability energized by Satan is going to gain him recognition. Even him who's coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Number four or five, when he brings what? Peace to the Middle East. We've said a lot of this already. I'm just trying to go over it again real quickly. I've come in my Father's name, Jesus said, and you don't receive me, but another's going to come in his name and you're going to receive him. Sad. That's a sad verse in the Bible right there. I came... And you rejected me. Another's going to come and fix everything for you. It's going to be a lie. 
and you're just going to lay down. And there was given unto me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple leave out, and measure it not. For it's given unto the Gentiles in the holy city. They shall tread it underfoot for forty, two months, or three and a half years. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred days and threescore years in sackcloth and ashes. Lots of scripture. We might get into some of them in the future. The white horse deception. And I saw him behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow. And a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. I'm done. Am I done, Roger? I really ain't. Am I done or not? Huh? I'm going to be done. You're killing me. You know it's Mama Jordan's fault, right? I blame people. Here we go. (laughs) It doesn't end well for the Antichrist. That's what I want to leave with today. It doesn't end well for the Antichrist. When the Bible says every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father, you can, you can take that to the bank. It doesn't end well. So I don't want to leave you leaving here today going, oh my God, the sky is falling. The sky ain't falling. Stand up. Do right. All Satan has is for you to doubt God and blame God. If you would believe God and proclaim God, he has nothing on you. I am free. I have the Holy Spirit, the living God, living inside of me. Amen? It don't end well for him. I saw heaven open, Revelation 19, and behold, a white horse. Oh, yeah. Remember, not all people on white horses are good guys, but oh, but some of them are. And one of them really is. His name is Jesus. And here's how you know Jesus. He that sat on him was called what? Faithful and true. Does that sound like Jesus? Absolutely. And in righteousness and doing right and holiness, he judges and he makes war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Same thing you'll see in Revelation 1. On his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. Does this sound like Jesus? Yes or no? And his name is called who? The Word of God. Sounds a little different than he had a bow and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Oh, it's pretty descriptive of who this is. And the armies which were in heaven followed with him upon white horses clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. Same thing was in Revelation 1, 2, describing Jesus. That with it he should smite the nations, and he should rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty who? God. Now keep in mind, he's coming to destroy Satan and the Antichrist and his forces. He hath on his vesture, say it with me, and on his thigh, say it loud, a name written, come on, King of kings and Lord of lords. No doubt here is their say. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, all the birds and the vultures, come and gather yourselves together for the supper of the great God. You're about to have a battle. The battle of Armageddon. I've been there. Seen that great battlefield. One day it will happen. That you might eat the flesh of kings. you just be eating raccoons in mess. 
and the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and them that sat on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, small and great. And I saw the beast, the Antichrist, and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on that horse and against his army. And the beast was taken. And the false prophet that wrought miracles before them. People will buy, they'll give their soul for a miracle today. You hear me, yes or no? He was taken. The one that did miracles with him, which were, which deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. That's the Bible. Amen. You hear me? You hear me? Do I know it all? No. It is, it is hard to understand. It is hard. It's, it's a little crazy out there. I get that. But I believe we made some headway today. Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Come on. Praise the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. I'm glad I feel better. because I sure.